to Minority Corner. With an eke. And James, the, the Wonder, Wonder Twins, Twins of podcasting. podcasting. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. This week on Minority Corner. Oh my God, is that a neke live on the phone? What? What? We're talking to each other? Okay, this is great. This better not be a tricky voicemail that you're listening, leaving. I bet it's going to say beep no. at any moment. I'm not falling for your tricks. Beep. Nope, I'm Let's here. See. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are oh we my doing God. this what week? Are, what are you... Oh, I am going to be talking about Representative Omar because we need to know about her history and less about some of these untruthful, stupid facts that our administration currently is spreading about her. Oh. Okay, gotta quash. You're gonna yeah. squash the rumor mill stops here today, and we're getting to the truth. I know. What else are we talking about, James? Well, Jay Z has stepped in it this past week, so I want to get your opinions <laughs> and sort of deconstructing it. I'm feeling European nice right now, so I my pitchfork is down and my listening ears are open. Yes. Ooh, I'm, I'm ready I'm for that. Listening with my ears and looking with my eyes. Wait, no, that's what they do. I'm listening okay. with my eyes and looking with my ears. Mm, <laughs> yes, I love it. Also, I have a question for you about. Uh, I have a question for you about Sex and the Stacks. Is it happening? Is it a thing? I saw a TV show and it was happening. It made me think about our college. So, as our neighborhood librarian, I've got a question for you. Sex in the stacks. You know, fact or I'm fiction? ready to answer it. Okay. It might be a quick answer. It might be a long answer. Oh, knowing me, Stay I'm sure. Stay to find out. But I'm sure I'll tangent away to get into my actual question. So, shall <laughs> <laughs> shall we do it? Let's do it. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. But for reals, hello. hello. Oh my hello. god. Is this Oh my god, is this a Neke live and in person? No more messages. I finally oh my got god. you. Yes, got you, got you, got you, pow. Um I just really appreciated the very lengthy, detailed voicemail messages that we both left each other. Yes, and me too. That we we literally Linda tripped each other and then shared it to the audience because we were like, you know what, corner kids? You deserve to hear yeah. all this goodies. We all give it goodies. all. We get <laughs> my goodies. My goodies. Yes. I, um, See, we're back in track. I knew you would pick up what I was putting down oh, because the princess gonna... is here. <laughs> I have a question for you. I got him. Okay, you know that Missy Elliott just um, was celebrated in the VMAs for Video Vanguard Awards yes. or whatever? Yes. Also, finally, and also, I don't mean to bring up past shit that we've laid to rest mm-hmm. but see why did j-lo get recognized before missy elliott not I know, to it's back in time up. into last year it makes absolutely <laughs> no sense at all because uh, we all know okay. that missy elliott has iconic videos iconic I iconic I, I mean even rihanna was recognized before it's her like, it's just like it doesn't make sense <laughs> you know yeah so what are we okay, doing we're on here? the same page. Okay, so yeah. here's what I um, want to bring up that you reminded me so gently about. They mm, ended the, her whole amazing performance with um, a song that Sierra is featured on. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Music make you lose yeah, control. Is exactly. it that one? Yes. Yeah. Music make you lose control. Hit it up. Sierra. Yes. Princess is here. She See? dancing. She dancing. Grinding away. Sierra. It, cricket, yeah. cricket, cricket, cricket. Chirp, 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 chirp. And that is basically how it went. They kept calling out Sierra and nary a Sierra on the stage. <laughs> I feel like, you know what, with technology today, yeah. and I know Missy got some money, they could have just edited that part out. I could have done it. Exactly. Give me, I got GarageBand. I could have just, like, <laughs> removed the audio of, like, Sierra, Sierra in the house. Right. You love Sierra. Sierra's right here. She's in front of your face. Get right. it, Sierra. Get it. And she's Like, literally, there. the end of the whole performance was, Missy Elliott, Sierra, Missy Elliott, Sierra. <laughs> and I was like, where's Sierra? She's not here. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, I watched, I was uh, working from home and I put it on in the background. I assumed, because mm-hmm. I was just like listening to it, I assumed that Sierra had popped up onto the stage, but I guess she didn't. Nope. One of the dancers kind of looked like her, and I was like, is that her? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even in the audience. She was nowhere to be found. She wasn't even at the VMA. She's like, uh-uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> what the hell? 
She's oh. like, mm-mm, not gonna, I'm not getting the Video Vanguard Award. So she's like, I'm not showing up. I know. And so I looked on Twitter because I was like, is there some beef? And she like posted it at least. So she was like, yay, I celebrate you. So it's not like there is mm. ill will. Well, let's read it between those Twitter lines. Ooh. I like to do that. <laughs> She's just covering her ass. That she because is, she knew true. that people like she knew that researchers like you would be digging, <laughs> dig, dig, digging into the stacks, see what they can come up with. She's like, I better cover my ass. Too smart, because I was cover. looking. I was looking yeah. and I was relieved. I was like, okay, good. They're still friends. Oh, okay, I want they're so good. them to be friends. Oh, you I like that there was almost a cryful tear there. Like, it. It's like, this matters to you. I just want that to be friends. Okay, you sound do. like one of those people who just got out of like uh, mouth surgery for the dentist. Oh, yeah, and I'm waking that. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want the air busy to be friends. You know, actually, I had a dream like that recently. Oh. I was so disappointed when I woke up. Mm-hmm. I was so sad to find out that I was not actually friends with Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh. I was devastated. The dream was, this is when I was in, this is when I was in, uh, when I was still in Barcelona. Oh, and excuse me. I, okay, I'm so, it was one of those dreams that I was like half already kind of, like I had already checked to see that it was true. You know, like when you're in a dream, you're like, is oh, this true? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did. And I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. I'm just going to keep it cool and casual. And I was wow. like, should I, take a pic- should I take a picture of us hanging out in this like, parking lot of this park and I was like no you're friends with them James Just and I was like you know what I'll just write a Facebook post about it instead and I'm like I'm friends with Beyonce and Jay-Z and I'm slowly waking wow. up and still thinking like I'm friends with Beyonce and Jay-Z we were hanging out in the parking lot of a park it was amazing oh my god and then five minutes later I'm like oh my god I'm not friends with Jay-Z oh, and Beyonce no. how crushing <laughs> so that is... I just knew it was real <laughs> There must be something in the water, or we must be twin vibing, because I had a a realistic, real dream last night. About Jay-Z and Beyonce? No, mine was a little bit more realistic than yours. Because I would have shat my pants if you were like, I too had... That would have been crazy. I posted this on Facebook and I had a friend who was like, I had a dream. That all, I had a few people post that they also had friend dreams with Beyonce oh, and Jay-Z. Weird. Well, I know my place in the lineup of the world and I know that I'll never have <laughs> access to them, but... So yours was with Kelly Rowland? I could see that happening. <laughs> I could, actually. You two there's would get de- along really well. And there's a degree of and separation. people would actually think, people would think that you were the famous person. What? Why? I Kelly, could see that. Kelly Rowland's is I awesome. Mean, I, was, I didn't say she wasn't, but True. I could just see that people would be like, oh, which one of you is the famous one? Oh, that's a compliment. Thanks, thanks, James. It is. That's really nice of you. Yeah. Um, I know. It came back from Europe nice. Stop <laughs> it. You went to Europe nice. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, go ahead. Just checking. That was no. one of those, like, fishing for you a compliment like, sort like, of things. You were like, did I get uh, that? Uh, uh, and then you're like, mm-hmm, anyways, my dream. I know. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my dream was really disappointing because okay. it was so realistic. So, uh, Nice Tam, we've talked about Nice Tam many times on the podcast before. I'm supposed to be writing some sketch comedy for Nice Tam. Okay. She's and back in action, had the baby, had her maternity leave, and she's back. I am back. Stressed, but back. So, I haven't okay. written anything yet. In my dream, I thought up this funny ass sketch. I was like, haha, this is so funny. Oh man, this is so exciting. I need to remember this sketch. It's going to be the funniest thing. And then today, when I was driving to work, I was like, monkeys riding bikes is not funny in that game. <laughs> Oh my god, well, that's what the sketch was. Some like straight up Homer Simpson, Simpsons cutaway scene. It was something stupid. It was so oh my dumb. God. And in the dream, I was like, this is the best sketch ever. I've ever, I'm gonna like win awards. I'm gonna win an Emmy off of the sketch. And then as I was driving, I was like, it's literally about mm. monkeys riding bikes. This is not oh. funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so bad. Oh. I was so disappointed. I was like, well, especially when it's like you've now completed something that was stressful for you, like you've completed a work assignment. So, yes. you know, I mean, I wish it was actually a sketch, though, instead of like weird dream sketch. Well, maybe you can turn it into something. Maybe it's like the ladies are monkeys and they're riding bikes. 
that. I mean, I the mean, sketch writes itself. The, the subtext <laughs> of that is dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, black people and monkeys. Always weird. I mean, it's like I get uncomfortable eating a banana in front of white people. Same here. You know? I can't Chop do water. Actually, I'm getting through my watermelon and fried chicken because everybody loves watermelon and fried chicken. But the it's banana true. thing, I'm just like, I'm not going to feed into what you your subconscious racism is thinking. No, thanks. Just peel it and no, eat thanks. it with a fork and a knife. Thank you very much. There you go. Yeah. With a little bit of syrup. Um, I have a question for you. Ask. Speaking of, we're rewinding to Jeezy and Beyonce. Okay. So... Jay-Z's gotten himself into a little bit of... Oh, this fiasco. Well, it's kind of hot water, but I'm trying to look at it with all the eyes. You know? Because I do think that we have a tendency to pitchfork really fast. And again, because social media has trained us to be so reactionary, Mm -hmm. and Russian bots are not helping as well. No, they are not. I just kind of tried to... I was trying to kind of give a pause, like have my first reaction, take a breather, sit back, and I try to look at it from like other angles. So I think you can probably help me explain this a little bit better. But essentially, mm-hmm. I mean, Jay Z has been a huge supporter of uh, take the what is it? Take the knee, down mm-hmm. with the knee, take, be, be, taking da, a I'm knee. Da, I'm down on bending knees by Boys to Men. A little bit of you just remixed it. You pulled a Missy Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> the princess is here. James is remixing. James, James, James. I'm not even on stage. I'm at home watching him. Like what? <laughs> they mentioned my name. Um, Royalty checks. Taking a knee. Colin Kaeper- Kaepernick. Um, yes. He even refused to do. Supposedly refused to do the Super Bowl because of the mm, treatment yeah, of Colin did. Kaepernick and Kaepernick. put it in a song. Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Put it in, he did. In I listened to the mm-hmm. ape shit song today. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now, what's going on with the NFL and Jay Z? He's like partnering with the NFL. Um, he's going to be helping to like help produce like their artist shows. Essentially, he's working with the NFL. And he did like this press conference and he kind of has said, and I get it also too, because I have to remind myself that like if I had cameras and microphones in front of my face all the time, I might not say something the most perfect way as well. So I do think that that does happen. Yeah, you're being very kind Um, right now. I'm appreciating. (laughs) I told you I came back from Europe. Nice. I know, you're very cosmopolitan. I can't handle this. (laughs) I'm just not giving as many shits about things as I was before. That's nice. Um, In a good way. Like, I care but not like I'm reminding myself I'm on a giant rock floating through outer outer space so like calm down wow I mean someone (laughs) has been traveling the the world yeah it just really helps to put things in perspective you need to leave your own backyard and you're like okay a lot of other shit is happening just enjoy life and smile if you can amen yeah so I so yeah so Jay Z essentially was like uh, he has made some sort of a comment that the time for kneeling is like over. Mm-hmm. He supports all kinds of like protests that are happening, um, but it's kind of trying to like try a different tactic and sort of and so I can see how on one end you know folks are I mean the like what Colin Kaepernick was protesting about you know these yeah. you know young unarmed black and brown men who are being murdered by the police right. And it's still like I think the word phrasing of like the time for kneeling is over is kind of like because yeah, it's not, not because still black and brown children are still being murdered by black and brown people right. of all ages are still being murdered by the police. So yeah. phrasing, phrasing, phrasing Jay Z. I yeah. don't think that was. And on the other hand, I do see that I think what he's trying to do is be in the arena, mm-hmm. essentially like. He's trying to make change happen from within. And ah, he's yeah, 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 like yeah. has called out of like, hey, we all know what the kneeling is about. And I think by him, because he's a businessman, and I think that he, instead of shouting from outside of the arena, he's trying to work from within. There were some missteps because I think in his rollout of this that he uh-huh. had said that he had spoken to Colin Kaeper- Kaepernick, Kaepernick uh-huh. and he had, and his, uh, Colin's wife was like, he never spoke to us. Yikes. Like, so there's Yikes. just little things that are just kind of like, mm, I don't think he really... I don't think he really took the time on how to mm. roll this out. He could have written a song. He could have done a promo video. Right. He could have done so mm-hmm. many things. As He just had a very relaxed, loosey-goosey press conference. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I don't know. I need to see where it ends up. Because here's my thing mm-hmm. that I feel about Jay-Z. He is 
on top of everything, I feel like then this is just by me observing his moves. He's a capitalist, which mm-hmm. nothing's wrong with being a capitalist. That's just, you know, yeah, yeah. he's there to make a buck. He's there to make some money. Yeah. He's trying to get in his deals, you know? Yeah. Title, mm-hmm. um, right. the but, Nets. But. The Nets, yeah. Yes. Um, So I, I want to know if I just wish. He kind of, if this is about protest and this is about aligning with the NFL to enact good, then I wish he kind of said it, like said the plan for it. Like, this is what's going to happen. Because without saying Mm -hmm. anything to me, I just think it's it's money moves. It does look like a cash grab. What? He's making money moves. Yeah. Right. And I I don't mind a money move. People can do money moves all they want, but he so was in the limelight supporting. He was, yes, protesting. He was, you know. know? So it is so weird. Since it's such a random sort of 180 sort of uh, a thing. But I mean, also giving him credit, like he has given so much money to folks who have been arrested wrongfully. Like, he's done yeah. so much activism, like totally. Flint Water. Like, totally. he's done so many things. I don't want to discontinue that. And, like, yeah. you know, maybe he's Robin Hooding. He's going to steal from the NFL, which also, to me, this is just like another reminder. I've been very just sort of rolling my eyes at the NFL for so long. Like, yeah. it's just such a fucked up NFL organization sucks, on so many levels. man. Between, like, remember, we've talked about how little the cheerleaders make. Exactly. They make, like, $5 an hour. Yeah. And, like, it just... And it's a billion dollar in- industry. They're, I think, a not for profit. They don't pay taxes. Like, and like, not it's to mention a- the all the concussions and the brain disorders. Oh, all yes. these players that are all like, like a Fucked lot up. of them are black people. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, they need to they need to figure some shit out. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm a proponent of everyone taking a break for a year from the NFL, hit them in their pocketbooks because mm-hmm. it'll hurt. You know, I think yeah. if we were able to do that. So, well, I'm glad that we're on. Uh, yes. So I'm like, is Jay-Z checking and jiving? I, I think you're on the right move of like taking a step back and just sort of seeing where all the chips sort of lie and see what he yeah. does. What with you going to do, Jay-Z? What you going to do? But Colin Kaepernick tweeted out like in response to Jay-Z, just like this huge paragraph from I forget what the name of the book was, mm. but it was a book that kind of talks about like the new sort of forms of oppression. Oh, and interesting. He had quoted so, so, something to the effect of like how oppression just changes hands into from within. Oh. And yeah. So he was throwing some Twitter shade today. No needing to look between the lines on this one because no, it was there's, right there. <laughs> there's no innuendos fu- going on there. I fucking figured this out. Like, na- <laughs> did not take Nancy Drew to solve that mystery. Uh-uh. <laughs> Picked it up. Also, though, he, I mean, let's also look at the fact that he works really closely with Nike, too. And Nike isn't necessarily the best. Oh, company. who? Colin or Jay Z? Colin. Yeah, 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 they make their uh, uh, shoes in sweatshops and prisons. It really is He's no spokesperson for Tom's. But you know what? I don't want to spoil anything in The Good Place or this TV show I was watching. But it does sort of talk about how it's so hard to be a good person these days because everything is so connected. I'm sure the phones that we're communicating on right now are made in, like, sweatshops, or I probably ate some vegetables that were, you know, passed through the hands of people who were paid, like, nothing. Like, it's really hard. And that's because Mm -hmm. um, I know she's said some crazy things while I was away. But she talks about how... Wait, who? Just the corporatocracy... <laughs> Marianne Williamson. Oh, um, oh. But she talks about the corporatocracy of essentially back in the 80s, businesses were given all these rights and 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 um, leeway ahead of human beings and human dignity. And mm. so mm. they have no moral obligation to the humans that they're supposed to be serving. And all these businesses are literally just focusing on their... Stockhold their mm. shareholders, mm-hmm. and not necessarily their, their their shareholders. Not necessarily their stockholders, because even the stockholders, like we're all stockholders. In oh any yeah, company stockholders that get exists. fucked over too. It's the shareholders. It's the people in the boardroom. It's the higher yeah. ups. It's the CEOs. It's administration. Yeah. It's all of those yeah. people that are taking care of themselves that turn a blind fucking eye. And honestly, yeah. it's the truth. I I am the biggest hypocrite. Here I am being like, oh, don't do the Nike, Kevin Kaepernick. <laughs> when I'm like fucking out here 
eating McDonald's and fucking wearing mm-hmm. Target clothes and yeah. thinking about going to, you know, like it's, yeah. we're all complicit. And the sad yeah. fact yeah. about it is in order to not be complicit, you got to be mad on top of it. You gotta be yeah. like, and it usually diligent. costs a fair amount of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really challenging to do. Which I think it goes back to like you know I had taken a break from all things politics, and mm-hmm. today is my first day back watching The View. Oh. And oh wow, you're really get, back well, home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but actually they were on a break anyway, so. Oh, so oh, okay. um, but I wasn't gonna watch them because I think I had tried, and they were on a break, and I'm like, well, good. I don't want to see you. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's the same way. I think there was this great, again, I know she said some crazy things, but Paul, she doesn't have a political mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's also really hard to get your point across in two minutes. Like, I think our whole entire, Mm. like, when you watch, like, some people like Marianne Williamson or even, like, Cory Booker, when they have more time to talk, Mm. you get their full idea as opposed to these little, like, sound bites, you know? Mm. Yeah. but she was saying how, like, you know, uh, I was listening to this podcast and, like, Lewis House was talking about how, like, I just like to watch the news. I don't like to see it. It's so depressing, yada, yada. Oh, and she said, um, well. What's the show? Keep it? The School of Greatness. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Well, I thought this was really interesting because, again, I had taken a break. And breaks are good. And I'm glad that I've taken my break. And now, after mm-hmm. listening to this sort of, you know, that, you know, I, I think we could all get so overwhelmed by mm-hmm. the information. And I think it's just finding the right ways to consume your information. Like, for mine, it's a lot of, like, satire news sources. Mm-hmm. Um, NPR is a great source. Because mm-hmm. essentially, Marion Williamson was saying that, um, you know, if you had a loved one mm-hmm. who was like, you know, I just heard back from the doctor. It doesn't look good. I need to go back and go get some news. Mm-hmm. If you you love them and you'd be right along with them being like, yes, let's go listen to the doctor. You wouldn't be like, listen, I'm too triggered. I can't hear what the doctor has to say. It's just it's mm. just too much. And mm-hmm. I don't want you wouldn't put your head in the sand about it. No. You would need to go get that news so you would know what to then do, you know? Um and so for me, I really appreciated that because it just kind of reminded me of like, okay, James, let's get back into the game. Hey. You can do this. James. And it doesn't have to consume you. Yeah. yeah. I'm a librarian. Yeah. This is what I oh. preach. All day, Ooh. every day. Okay. And this is what got us yes. into trouble. Like, we need to pay attention to our sources. We need to pay attention to the subtext of the lines of what people are saying. We need to just pay yeah. attention. And taking breaks is a great part of pay attention, paying attention as well. Because we live in such an age where we can get into media fatigue. Where nothing yeah. is resonating anymore. Nothing is hitting you the way that it would normally. Where it soaks in, you just learn to repel it. It because you're so oversaturated so it's right. taking a break lets you wring out your little sponge just let mm-hmm. it dry out in the sun get it ready <laughs> for more information so you could dip back in again like mm. and then that yeah. way you can be more cognizant to what you're looking at not absorbing everything just because mm-hmm. it's there um right. and truly understanding what you're consuming you know mm-hmm. like if you mm-hmm. alcohol tastes good for those of us who you know that choose to partake but sometimes you need to dry out same with information dry your ass out because your body looks dried out so you need to you need to rehydrate hydrate that shit get out of there um i know we should probably jump into the corner but just did you watch the what is it the great hack oh i haven't yet is it good i a lot of people keep referring it to me Definitely, de- please watch it so we can have a conversation about it. Because oh, okay, w- the whistle. One of the whistleblowers are going to be like, "How the fuck did this woman oh. ruin Uh-oh. all these countries?" It was her, no. and she's like one of two whistleblowers who's who's come forward. But like her connections to mm-hmm. so many different people and organizations, and the things that she had a hand on from Brexit to Trump, and it's connected to Julian Assange. And wait till you see who it is. You're just going to be like. What? No. Is it it like a Forrest Gump sort of thing where it's like, how are you? It's even worse. Like, (laughs) she's just such a. You're like, how did this Becky, like, get into this? She's just like, oh my God, you guys. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry I betrayed the country. Stop I just this. wanted to make some money. Stop but it, I used James. to work for Obama. Oh no. Where am I? Is this Thailand? Wow, I'm confused. This is so... <laughs> no. And you're like, how? How? 
How was it her? So a little teaser, a little teaser. Oh man, I'm gonna have to check that out. The Great Hack. Is it on Netflix or is it? It's on Netflix. It's okay, on Netflix. That's what yeah. I thought. Sometimes I get confused I, by I, Amazon Primes and you know. Oh, I know. I highly recommend that. And if you still haven't done it, um, what was that? The um Russian one. Uh, oh yes. Affirmant- what is it? Uh, Not affirmative action. No. Uh, Russian affairs. Oh my god, I'm so mad at myself. I talk about this one all the time. It'll come back to me. Yeah, you'll oh. get it. We'll get it at but the end of the episode. Are, yes, those two are great companion pieces to kind of figure out like how the fuck did we get here? Yeah. What happened? Oh, and man. just keeping your eye, like you said, keeping your eyes open so we can make sure not to repeat these mistakes. Thank you. Amen to that. <laughs> That's like the best disclaimer ever. Fresh. <laughs> From your return, from your abroad travels, <laughs> dispelling some truth bombs on us, James. Thank you. Just throwing them, throwing them, throwing them. Just, yeah. you know, truth truth glitter bombs. That's all. <laughs> Surprise, it's glitter. <laughs> and it's truthful. And you know what? That yeah. glitter's going to stick to you, just like the truth. It's going to be annoying. You can't get rid of that shit. You can't get rid of it. But after a while, you're going to be like, okay, I'm rocking the shit out of this I'm glitter truth. I'm enjoying it. So, I'm enjoying bam. <laughs> Well, but, should we? You've got the main event today, girly. Yeah, and then yeah. I have a question. I have a little mini question to ask you towards the end of the episode. So let's get into your main okay. event. What are we doing? All right. We're going to find out about Representative Ilhan Omar. She's been in the news. But do you know about her? I didn't. I know that she's a person and she exists and she's in Congress. Yeah. And she so- gets a lot of heat for all kinds of things because people be hating. I know. So let's actually find out some truths about her. Ooh, truth or fiction, Ilhan Omar style. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners, regardless of quality or content, with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or a Medi- medication. medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice and she's telling the truth Glitter all over your face, because that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> not nasty at all. Nope. Not okay. at all. So, you know, the squad has been in the news mm-hmm. a lot, which mm-hmm. are a bunch of junior congresswomen, mm-hmm. um, including AOC. Are they freshman congresswomen? Is that what they... Are they junior? I think so. Are they called freshman or junior? I don't I know. Someone freshmen. who's into politics, let us know. Tweet at us. How about Ocasio-Cortez or Ilhan Omar? Let us know. We know you listen. Yeah, I know. Let us know. Ayanna Presley, you too. Um, Okay, so one of the main ones who's been getting a lot of heat outside of AOC is Ilhan Omar. Mm. Um, To the point of, like, blasphemous things being said to her, said about her in the news. Like, I recently heard Trump fucking saying... I think she married her brother, but I don't know, to reporters, which is disgusting. I can't even believe that we have a president that would say something blasphemous as that. Well, he also allegedly Um, said he wouldn't take pictures with his other daughter, Tiffany, because she looks fat. Oh, my God. Allegedly, but it was from his uh, assistant who got really drunk with the press on an off-the-record conversation bitch conversations are are never off the record (laughs) it's the truth one never off the record two are we surprised that's like not even that bad considering things that he said before about i know so and tiffany's the one that i'm like okay i'm okay with her because she just stays out of it the rest of them go fuck themselves i know i mean i still wish that she would say some shit against him oh good point good point but you know what she's doing collecting those checks Stop it. She is. <laughs> she is. She likes being rich. She, she don't want to be cut off. She's like, I'm not going to fuck All this right. up. <laughs> 
Okay, so one of the things that have recently been going on about um, Representative Ilhan Omar, um, she recently tweeted this bomb-ass tweet in response to that. um, So Alabama Republicans introduced a resolution on August 24th. They were calling for her expulsion from the United States Congress. That's Which insane. is just like f- fucking get a life. You There's guys. other things like, for you to be to doing. State. And why? What did she do that was that bad? Again, like people misspeak and mistype. She, I think her original statements that were found to be anti-Semitic. Um, I think that she just supports Palestine. Yeah. And she also, which is her as an American and like, she's allowed to do that. And that's okay. If you right. find the whole entire Israeli and Palestine uh, conversation more complicated and, and, and needing more conversation. And that's her job yes. is to represent those voices and also that dissonance of opinion. So we can kind of take a look and see, are we doing the right thing? Exactly. And she's not, I mean, I'm, I feel like you can. I personally feel like you can support Palestine and not be anti-Semitic. I like, agree. Yes, and also, I mean, some of these, like you know, Alabama Congress people are probably also like pro tiki torch are people. legit anti-Semitic. Yeah. So calm down. It's just them trying to like point a finger at like exactly. you know they're just trying to like steer the conversation in a wrong direction. Right. I know. So I um. She tweeted, so that happened, and so she tweeted back, sorry, um, the Twitter handle of the Alabama um, Republicans, but this is a representative democracy. I was elected with 78% of the vote by the people of Minnesota's 5th district, not the Alabama Republican Party. If you want to clean up politics, maybe don't nominate an accused child molester as your Senate candidate. Yep. Which I fucking love because that is baller. And she's calling to the, the point that I think his name is uh, Roy Moore, who yeah. 17 women came out saying that he was like a fucking pedophile, yep. nasty ass man. Yep. And he's still planning on running. So mm. anyways, so I, I love that. And, I, and she's always been like super quick with her responses and yeah. not afraid. So I was like. Who the fuck is this badass woman? Let mm-hmm. me look into her. Let me dig a little you know? deeper. I get it. Exactly. So even let's bring up the point that Trump encouraged Israel to ban her from travel traveling there, Ugh. the prime minister of Israel, in which they did. So really, like, I did not know that. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's that's it's a great crazy. way to do. We should just you know shut down all forms of communication. If anything, Israel should be opening her like with open arms. Let's have a conversation and chat. Right, exactly. Hello. Anywho, let's find out who she is. Okay. So Ilhan Omar was born October 4th, 1982, which is a very good year to be born, if I have to say so myself. Oh my God, you know who was born that year? <laughs> who? Kelly Ka- Rowland. Yeah, that's who it was. That's who it was. Oh, okay. I oh, and you know who else? I think you who know else? her. Who? Don from Danity Kane. Okay, you know... I'm just teasing. I know exactly who was born that year. (laughs) Stacey Dash. (laughs) Okay, no. I refuse. I draw the line. Oh, you were born. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes! I was close. I was naming black women. One of which... (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Okay, so she was born in Mogadishu, Somali. Mm. And she spent many of her younger years in Bayadoa, Somali. Um, She is the youngest of seven, and sadly, her mother passed away when she was just two years old. Mm. She was mostly raised by her father and her grandfather. So um, she and her family fled to Somalia to... um, fled Somalia to escape the war and spent four years in a refugee camp in Kenya Mm. near the Somali border. In 1992, the family arrived in New York and in 1995, they were granted asylum and spent many years in Arlington, Virginia. Um, Already, the story is. I mean, it's fascinating. What, what an cinematic! Ameri- isn't this also just like this is the story? Isn't this the idea of what America is supposed to be representing? Like, give us your tired, your hungry, your weak, yes. your poor. Like, and hello, I, yeah. This is who should be representing our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually, they ended up settling in Minneapolis, Minnesota, mm. and that is where 
um, Ilhan's father worked as a cab driver and then he later worked in the post office. Um, so her father and grandfather emphasized the importance of democracy during her upbringing. And at 14, she accompanied her grandfather to um, caucus meetings and she oh. served as his interpreter. So they really enabled her to get involved with civic duties and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, she, she talked about how she endured a lot of school bullying um, and during her time in Virginia, um, because she is Somali and she's also Muslim, she wears a hijab, mm-hmm. and she remembers that students would like put gum in her hijab and they would push her down the stairs and they would like physically taunt her while she was changing in gym class, which is like so fucked up. Wow. Um, but it just goes to show that's why she's so strong now. I feel mm-hmm. like she had to endure this she's shit a f- from a young age. Thick ass skin. So this skin. is like thick ass skin. And she was like in a, uh, like, she's a refugee. She was in such a, like a, you know, really I know. <laughs> not great exactly. living environment. And yeah. I know. And she comes here and she has to deal with these fucking shit ass kids making fun of her. But she endured. Um, she became a U.S. citizen in 2000 when she was 17 years old. Mm. And she graduated from North Dakota State University with a bachelor's degree majoring in political science and international studies. She sure um, has lived and also like building that thick skin. Like, yeah, maybe not the best of places for, you know, a Muslim immigrant? Somali immigrant refugee, I, you know, like the battle's already hard enough. And also, too, it's like that reminds me, it's just when I go over to Europe, like I think I've mentioned this before, but like when I'm as a black American, I don't experience like a lot of like racism, but right. I see the racism towards, um, you know, people from African immigrants, African immigrants and specifically like Muslim uh, African immigrants uh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just mm-hmm. the things that people say and I have to like, you know, I can't, I'm there to teach the kids. So if someone says something, yeah. whack a doodle. I'm gonna, hey, actually, you know. Thank you so much for saying this. I have to. They honestly refer... I'm sorry. There's so many people have to correct that they just refer... Because we have Asian American over here. They just call... Not everyone, but a lot of people like in Europe that I've run in (laughs) interacting with will call all Asian Uh, people just Chinese. No. What the fuck? That's Mm -hmm. disrespectful. (laughs) Oh, God. Or Indian people, (sighs) Hindu. I'm like, that's a religion. I know. You know. There's hella religions in India. Yeah. Oh my so, god. So gotta teach the kids. Gotta teach them. That's what they're doing. The Lord's work. That's what we gotta do. So I, I'm about to teach the kids right now. So I'm, I wanted to take a little um, diversion quickly in the middle of the story because oh. I was looking on Wikipedia because Not I know to be a lot of us with that failed Shailene Woodley movie, but an actual divergent. That? She had the oh, movie God. Divergent. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess I saw it. <laughs> Didn't read the book, but... Uh, no thanks. Okay, so, without going too far off, I was reading Wikipedia about Representative Omar, right? Mm-hmm. And it said that she graduated with a bachelor's degree in 2011. And a piece of me, it rose my cockles because I was like, hmm, I was born in 1982, and hmm... I graduated college in 2005. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, you know, that's fine. Maybe she took her time. Maybe yeah, yeah. she something happened and she went out of school and she came back and graduated in 2011. Yes, yeah, took a No, I did here. a little bit more dug- digging. Mm-hmm. And no, she graduated in 2005. Oh. So I just wanted to use my little platform. That Wikipedia say, is Don't- not the end all be all for research and information. Thank you. Because that was wrong. Yeah. Which you've done a segment about that. And also (laughs) the contributors happen to be overwhelmingly white dudes who. Yes. You know. I know. So if something sounds fishy, do the extra research. Don't just take it for face value, which is exactly what I did. Because I was like, 2011 seems fishy. Let me just do a little bit of quick research. And. Yes, and especially somebody like Representative Omar, who could be sensitive to trolls going and changing yeah. little bits of things here and there to create misinformation about her. Yep, right. Okay, well, going back, in 2005, she taught new Americans about nutrition, education, and financial management Wow. Um, when she was a community educator for the University of Minnesota. 
Um, she has was said. She said at the time, giving back to the community was the kind of work I was looking to get into. It's a part of my principles, which is good to hear. Yeah. Um. Okay, so over years of doing that, she became way more politically oriented. Mm-hmm. She started to focus on um, political access for immigrant communities so they could meet with policymakers. She would organize meet your community, um, meet your representative events, and send out invitations for con- constituent constituent caucuses Mm -hmm. to help demystify the political process so she's bringing it to the people which Mm. is awesome she's being that bridge she's being like okay there's politics over here there's the people who they serve over here let's connect them which is something that i feel like doesn't happen all that often you know yeah so yeah so already you could see that her her involvement in politics isn't about fame right. and, and you money. Know, being the top. And yeah. Because a lot of these folks just get all these, you know, again, these the corporatocracy of our politics system. Um, she's such mm-hmm. a community grassroots organizer, and I feel like that's so much what, you know, I think that's what's missing. I think we have too many career politicians in politics mm-hmm. right now that were these people who yeah. just go and they, they go to university, they study politics, and that's it. But it's like... Right. I'm sorry to quote her again, but just like Marianne oh Williams. Oh my God. It's my third one. James, <laughs> my corner. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I just saying that like, just because the mechanic knows how to fix the car doesn't know that they know where the car should go, especially if they're the one that got okay. us in this mess. Yes. Boom. All right. So, um, very true. Like, we need to know what is fucking going on. We need to get down and tinker within it, which mm-hmm. is exactly what Representative Omar is doing and did early on in the beginning. Yeah. Um, she worked as a campaign manager for candidate Andrew Johnson in mm-hmm. 2013. After Johnson's victory, she was hired as a senior policy aide. Oh. Um, her time in City Hall... Um, she did a lot for changes and accomplishments, and this really kind of motivated her to be like, oh, wow, I can actually do this. Right. Um, which got her to run for office. Wow. So um, she's very progressive in her agenda. She focuses a lot on economic, social, racial, and environmental justice. Um on labor issues, she supports the minimum wage being raised to $15, paid sick leave. She backs a universal pre-K. Um, she's really into reductions of school suspensions um, mm. and an increase for funds for higher education. Mm-hmm. She's all in favor for women's reproductive rights, same-sex marriages, and criminal justice reform. Um, she's into reducing agricultural pollution and reducing farm runoff. She is just really into social justice causes. Yeah. She is a progressive through and through. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, in 2014, she was assaulted by five people while no. she was serving as a vice chair for the Senate district. Um, um, so she tried to um so basically she was quoted in saying i took a lot of punches to the head so i can't really remember who was hitting me oh no um basically the attack left her bloodied um i was trying to get my face not scratched off she said um her attackers were arrested and police quelled the disturbance um she was diagnosed with a concussion and a sprained neck um, but the very next day, she was back at City Hall continuing her work and advocating for the causes she fought for her entire career. Damn, what a fighter. Right? Like, amazing. So, flash forward, she um, won the general election yes, in November mm-hmm. and became the first Somali-American legislator in the United States. What? And her term began January 3rd, 2017. So, she's been doing this for a couple of years now. And just to kind of follow up, here are um, three different legislations that she has recently introduced to Congress. So um, the first one, she introduced the Zero Waste Act to invest in solutions that address the waste epidemic plaguing our country. These funds will go towards reducing landfills and incinerators that emit toxic pollution into our communities, especially in low-income communities or communities of color. Mm. Um, Another one she's working with 
with um, Bernie Sanders and Repre- uh, Representative Jay Peppel of Washington. Um, she unveiled a landmark legislation today to, uh, or not today, but, you know, mm-hmm. recently, past couple of weeks, right. um, to eliminate tuition and fees at all public four-year Whoa. colleges and universities, as well as make community colleges, trade schools, and apprenticeship program tuitions all free for all. The three lawmakers proposal also eliminates all $1.6 trillion in student debts and 45 million Americans for 45 million Americans. That's amazing. I'm and one of those. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the third one that she is introducing is with um, Representative uh, Smith, uh, Senator um, Tina Smith of Minneapolis, um, is the No Shame at School Act to prohibit public schools from shaming students who are unable to pay for school meals or who have outstanding debt. Mm. Additionally, the measure requires schools to certify a child's unpaid mi- uh, meal fees and authorizes the federal government to reimburse um, the meals up for 90 days. Mm. James, she's yeah. bomb. She's like getting like, shit done. I know, and it's all of these things that are that are human centered. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's not like she doesn't like she's again nothing's lining her back pockets with this. You know, she's not right. It's literally just like how can I help humans have a better life? And I think, I mean, isn't that the role of government? And when someone's not Hello? doing that, when they're trying to like you know pull like Mitch McConnell, who I don't understand Yuck. what he's been trying to do for the betterment of any other human beings other than himself. Um, yeah, I, I think, it, yeah. And it's interesting too, because like, again, like I think beefing up our, um, vocational schools and our trade schools, because, you know, in other yes. countries, like in the Netherlands, like you do have to still go to like, you know, you can be on a track to be a hairdresser, but you still have to go to school for a fair amount of time and it's yeah. in- investing into those jobs and things that we do need. Cause there's a value for them. Like not everybody needs to go to like a four year university you know, to be a history right. major, um, but still putting value in stock and they have to take other classes and learn other things. So they can be a well-rounded human being contributing for society. Exactly. I completely agree. And it's just it's to the betterment of, of the community. Mm-hmm. And let's just face it. We're all, we're a network of small communities that make up a nation. Yeah. So why don't we invest in people instead of just the one percenters and the one, you know, little pockets? Yeah. Because let's face it, the, not even let's face it. It's, it's a known fact. Come on, everybody. This administration only cares about themselves. They don't give a shit about the world. They don't give a shit about us. They don't give a shit about those of the people who voted for them. They are lining so, their pockets. Yeah. So let's like, you know, really kind of like, let's read into the fact. Like, you might hear all these like clips about Re- Representative Omar, and like she may be in the news, but let's really look at what she's trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. un- try and understand why maybe <laughs> she's being villainized so much by this administration and by Republicans because it's a distraction. <laughs> and because- she's an e- easy target for them. And <laughs> she can get shit done. And they just want they want her out of that seat. So they can put someone else in there. Yep, it's so true. Well, thank you, Representative Omar. I will support you, and I'm glad that to have you in my um, politics. Salutes and hats off to her. One thing, I do also want to say that I really appreciate that you reminded us that she supports gay marriage, because I think mm. like so many of us just think it's a done deal, and we just have to remember that we have an administration that is currently trying to dismantle... The rights of everybody. So it still really Mm -hmm. is important to understand and have these conversations about, you know, equality amongst uh, gender and sexuality and the masses. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. And I really want to emphasize the fact that she's Muslim and she supports same sex marriage because a lot of misinformation Mm. goes out about Islam. Yeah, that's true. So I I want to dispel a lot of those myths that some people may be thinking, too. Yeah, you know? good call. Well, thanks, Librarian Aneke. I feel so well-informed and just ready You're to welcome. support my girl. Yeah, yeah. The Princess of Congress is here. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. 
We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Thursdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. James got a question. James has a question. <laughs> I love that we both actually were on point with that song together. Look at James us. James got a question. This is a new segment. Okay. Uh, look at this. Episode 194. We're still doing new things. You never know what you're going to get at Minority Corner. You we're never still pulling know. tricks. Yep. Oh, pulling tricks. So, well, I mean, times do get tough sometimes. You got to go him. down to the corner. You have to do what you got to do. And if you're in Nevada, you pay taxes, which I say legalize it. Go I down was in to- Holland. And it was legalized in the red di- red light district. Everyone's, you know, getting their tests done and not, James. you know, like sexy tests. What? <laughs> you just missed quick. an opportunity. Go down to the corner. Minority oh, corner. The minority corner. I know. It's I have a damn headache. I'm not on I'm not as on point as I should be. I know, but you're minority corner. There. We're pulling tricks on intersectionality. I think we have a new catchphrase there. I like that. Positive. We support well sex po- workers of all kinds. Well, I support yes. them with my Euros. I tried going to a peep show, but then I got in there and it was done. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Sex workers so who want to be doing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I told you the story about the time when I went to oh. I, I went to a strip club. It was on Thanksgiving. Oh. All my cousins wanted to go. Okay. And she just really wasn't that into it. And then oh. I started thinking about her as a... Like, she's a nurse. Well, she's dressed as a nurse. Oh. <laughs> like a sexy nurse. <laughs> but then I started thinking, because she wasn't, like, giving me the perform. I'm all for women who are like, I'm controlling this. You can't touch me. I'm controlling the fantasy of this. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But she was just kind of like, okay, I guess I'll take my top off. Like she was like, it was Thanksgiving, so when I started thinking about her as a person, I know that's and I was sad. like, well, well, unless yeah. she was enjoying I'm it. I'm like, does she have Thanksgiving today? Did she? 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 Does she have a daughter? Was yeah, she with her daughter today? Did she spend time with her family? And that's what I'm thinking of, as opposed to just like, ooh, look at this sexy nurse giving me the performance of a lifetime, telling me how awesome I am. Because that's another thing they do. I, when I was 18, went to a strip club, almost gave. I gave her all my money and was going to keep coming back because she's just like, you're so awesome and cool. You're so attractive. Like they just, and this words is... of affirmation are my love language. Ugh. So she got me. James, <laughs> this, yeah. you just dropped this wild ass story on my lap. Have I never told you those two back to back my strip club stories? <laughs> I have never heard about your, your straight strip club stories. <laughs> yeah, I've got some, uh, you know. That you went to a strip like club to... on Thanksgiving with your family. <laughs> my cousins. Right, and then well, when I turned 18, me and my best friend, Jesse, we went to strip clubs. I feel, and, you yeah, know. that's kind of what you do. I did that. I mean, what else am I going to go do? Oh, I guess uh, I could go buy some cigarettes, which maybe I did. Oh, <laughs> I would say buy porn, but I was already buying, sneaking into porn stores and buying it at 16 anyways because I had a mustache. Ooh, this headache is making me too honest and truthful. You grew a mustache at 16? Look at you, hormones. <laughs> I had facial hair. And then they were like, where's your ID? I was like, I, first of all, I wore my most, I had to have told you the story. No, were I wore you wearing my like most, a suit? What's that? I was wearing, wearing my most like adult outfit. Stop this. <laughs> it was super cool. Color coordinated with like, like different two different shades of blue, and I had like my blue sunglasses. I, and I was like, I'm I looking look like so a man. adult <laughs> <laughs> with my mustache and my little bit of chin hair. And they were like, oh, Where's your ID? And I was like, Oh, I was at this college party. You know, I go to UCLA. And I got really it. drunk and I lost it. <laughs> wow. And then they looked at me and they were like, Okay, whatever. And they just sold me the porn. Wow. So is, this is yeah. I love this. There's, I love a question more. from James. This is <laughs> <laughs> this was not what I meant to do. There is more to that story, but I'm not going to go into okay, it we for won't, details. We won't, but we won't. This is good though. Because you know me, I love sharing. I sometimes I will share too much, so I'm going to stop you know, myself. And if next week, if I decide I want to come back to this, you will I can. because it. I'm going to sleep ready, it up. Scintillating. I'm. 
Intimate. It is, okay. yes. More things happen. That sixteen-year-old. I mean, I was, I was, I was not ready. I was too young to be going. Anyways, oh, James. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shit went down. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? It's oh, my fine. God. I'm healthy and recovered. <laughs> Lord. Um. Ooh, okay. So, Sex in the Stack. So, I was watching the third season of Dear White People. Yes, I haven't watched it yet. I left. This will not be a spoiler. Okay. At all. Um. I there was like a thing that was happening like in the library. Like Lionel was having sex in the stacks, and it was like the place to go to. Uh, and it made me think of like I vaguely. It. What? I just uh-huh. said, God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I, yes, okay. Uh-huh. So I remember being at UC Santa Cruz where we went to college. Yes. But on the fourth floor, I heard rumors about how cruisy the fourth floor bathroom was. Oh, um, I didn't know that. And I wanted, and so when I saw this on Dear White People, it made me, it triggered that and reminded me of like, oh yeah, UC Santa Cruz, like it was the known place. And kids, y'all have to remember when we went to college, there was no like grinders or scrubs no. or like, you know, none of that. We had Craigslist. That was kind of a we thing. We didn't even smartphones oh yeah we had flip phones that didn't really work for the first like my first two years they didn't work you could play like snake on the phone and that's about it and right but but, like we remember we didn't have any cell phone service until like your senior year exactly because they like put a tower on top of like one of the buildings which was kind of nice because you got to really just unplug and you're just like sorry mom couldn't call you back because i have no cell phone service and she's like but i called your room and i'm like i was in the dining hall (laughs) wow this is really I forgot how old timey it was when we were in college. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Look at some pictures and you're like, did we go to school in the 90s? Because we also forget how how much late 90s fashion rolled into the 2000s. Oh, yeah. The early aughts are very like 1999. It's. Our metallic jeans it's and not, uh, it's, it's a lot of looks. Not a lot of looks. It's a lot gone. of looks. We're like, it's the future. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. It's cute. the past. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. James, Came and went. wow. Okay, so, so sex and sex. Yes, yes. As a librarian, yes. Were you aware of like, is that a common thing that, especially on college campuses, that there's a lot of sex and stacks happening? Um, well, okay. Um, my library isn't very well. Hmm. The one, first of all, my library that I work in isn't that humongous. Like there isn't like a fourth mm-hmm. floor. So mm. if there is some macking down, it's pretty easy to catch. But I mm. imagine a place like Santa Cruz that has like multiple, that has like two major big libraries with many floors. I'm sure there's yeah. some hanky panky going on. There's always because um, you're. S- you're stressed and you're in college, so you're horny all the time. Yeah, there's that. And it's also the taboo of it. That's what I think that people mm. that drives people with the library. It's like you're supposed to be studying. You're supposed to be quiet. So, of course, people want to be freaky in taboo ass places. So yeah. the library is number one for that. I personally think it's gross. <laughs> okay. Really? You don't have an adventurer's side? You've never wanted to have sex in a museum or something? Not like I've done that. No. I'm very boring. I like having sex in a bed with privacy. Ugh. I don't want anybody no, to see like my to f- bits. Ugh, I want to fuck any and everywhere that I possibly can. Like, wow. Let me- can I fuck on this? Can I fuck on this? Stop it. Can I'm we, just like imagine pointing f- you pointing at anything <laughs> like just like, <laughs> like a chain link fence uh, like uh, a, a lake somebody's canoe yeah. <laughs> oh yeah can I let's find out I'm literally like a 16 year old boy sometimes who like just discovered his penis I'm just like Ooh, let, with just, your mustache and your so color coordinated fun. outfit <laughs> fucking everywhere I possibly can um, yeah I, I will mean, say sometimes in Europe they I hear from a friend mm-hmm. that sometimes in Europe they have bathrooms that just like close all the way like there's like you can't it's just a door it goes into this r- little stall room and a friend of mine said that they're great for having sex in I'm, oh, I'm not sure. saying that I I'm not saying I know because <laughs> you've never done I mean come on James <laughs> what? I'm not on trial here. Maybe it happened when I was in Europe. Maybe it didn't. Whatever. See, I'm not on trial here. Uh, Nancy Drew on the case. <laughs> Look at you. Um, you were like, oh, James has done this. <laughs> I mean, if you have a specific example that you heard somebody talk about, I know that somebody is you. Um, oh, God. Let's just say, yes, it happens in libraries. Yes. Okay. And um, if you 
if there's a library with a study room that with a door that locks, somebody's definitely had sex Ooh. in there. So okay, definitely it, some fucking going on in there. Yeah, okay. I once worked at a college, a, a community college, and we had rooms where we had to basically change the door to glass doors. <laughs> Stop it! Yeah. Stop it! Because too much fucking was happening. Yeah, I mean, people will have sex by themselves too. You know, like that oh, happened a lot at the public stressed. library. Like, because okay. you can look at yeah. porn at a library because of, um, <laughs> you know, like First Amendment. You can like look at whatever. Yeah. But we have privacy screens, and the but you get kicked out the moment you start to diddle yourself, and that would be my job <laughs> as like a little twenty three year old. I have oh, to go up God. to these men with Excuse their me, ding dongs out. Can you, and, put your, can you put your penis away and get the fuck out of this library? They You're always apologize. They always apologize. <laughs> they always went away. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I don't know how this happened. It was an accident. So weird. What the the excuse is always I'm I was scratching myself. <laughs> So, as but your, why is your dick out? Why can't I see it? No, it's so nasty. Um, one time, <laughs> and I didn't. Even, I don't even remember this. I blocked this from memory. But it was one of those Facebook things where it's like, remember on this day you posted this thing. So apparently, <laughs> way back yonder, when I I posted on Facebook that a patron, I told them to leave after catching them masturbating, and he was like. You said that I had a, a a third chance. Like this is only the second time, <laughs> and it, only the second time. So I get one more chance to try not to diddle myself in front of this hot, sexy, free porn computer. I was very happy to remember that I don't have to deal with that now. So yeah, look at you, you moving you up in the, the world, ranks. man. You <laughs> made it through the ranks. <laughs> So if you two are currently a librarian having to kick people out of the library for fucking or diddling themselves in the library, just be inspired by a Nike story because it won't be your story for long. Or it might be, you know, public librarians... They, that's just what they got to do. So, oh, next so time- Sex in the Stacks is definitely happening. At public libraries, people are at least diddling themselves yes. all the time. Yes. It's an, I wouldn't call it an epidemic, but No, it's just maybe- a thing that happens. Well, I was going to say, maybe we should find like a way to create a safe, do the, the Netherlands thing and create a safe space for the people that want to do it. But they kind of have that and it's called like a porn store with an adult arcade video. Yeah, just go place. there. Don't go to a public place where everybody and children are hanging out. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's where I got to draw the line. Yeah. You know? Um. Let's, next time you're in a public library, thank your librarian. Be like, hey, thanks. Hey, <laughs> thank you. I know you're seeing people diddle themselves. And thank you, thank you for kicking them out. Not after just one, not after just their their first time, but even on their second time, they're out. So James, sorry, Giorgio, George. put your dick away and get the fuck out of my library. So James, the answer to your question is yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I like that we took a ten minute segment to just get there, but you enjoyed the ride, and now you know. We've got confirmation for a neighborhood librarian. Sex in the Stacks is a yes. Yes. <laughs> Hand sanitizer. Closing yes. up shop. Closing up shop. The princess and the princess are here. Yeah. That's you and me. yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to be a queen. The queen and the princess are here. I don't want to be a princess. Well, I you feel can like be a I'm queen. Too I'll old be a to be. I feel like this is not the first time we've had this conversation. I feel like we there's have. at least five episodes. Yeah, where I feel like we're happened. always talking about princesses and queens and <laughs> what's a better right. status. You're a queen. I will be a duchess. You know, I, I, don't, have to do, I don't have to do much. I throw a party oh, here and there. People yeah. listen to what I say, but I don't yeah. really do much of anything. I'm like title only. It's okay. like being a Kardashian. I like that. Can yeah. I be a Zarina? I don't know. I don't know her, but she's the Mariah okay. Carey, my Jennifer Lopez. But yeah, okay. It's live the American dream. Do what you got to do. <laughs> the American dream. Oh god. Well, it's good to be back, James. I'm sorry you have a it's headache, but you really did a good job. You cheered me up so well, helped me Aww. get through this episode. And a little teaser, I know I've been teasing this for weeks now, um, but uh-huh. I, next week, Ooh. I'm going to give you, give you more, give you more, Ooh. give you Moorish influences of Europe and Spain. 
really good. I did you like I, that? <laughs> I like I, that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll probably see it again next week because I'll be so pleased with oh, myself. God, so it'll be, come back. I'm really pleased with that too. You pleased us both with that song. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's one happening. of those <laughs> <What>? <laughs> where. I knew what you were going to tease, but then when you jumped into it, I was like, ooh. Ooh, a song. I kind of know it. Oh, that's smart. what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be happening because I was in Europe and just heard a lot of great stuff from uh, one of my friends about just all the things that the Moors have done, and nice. they've never given credit for it. And I'm going to give you a lot of amazing things that they have done. They essentially helped pull Europe out of the Dark Ages and into the Renaissance. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. hear about these black people fucking correcting Europe. Yeah, because they were smelly and uneducated, and the Moors were like, uh-uh, we ain't doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> so that's next week. I'm ready. Um, well, big thanks. Oh, wait. Before we thank everybody, yeah. um, you all can tweet at us at Minority Corner. Yeah, you can email us at minoritycorners, but with a K, at gmail.com. Whoop, whoop. Uh, you can also join the Corner Kids Playground. It's really great. Uh, we still have people joining almost, pretty much like every week, a few different people are joining. So I Today. love it. It's such a great or a great group. I feel like it makes Facebook not seem so terrible, especially if you watch that fucking The Great Hack. You're going to be like, ugh, Yuck. Facebook is terrible. Um, but our group is amazing. So thank you for yes. making fa- Facebook not suck as much. Yes, and, us I, uh, and Red Table Talk are the only two good things happening on Facebook. <laughs> Keeping Facebook alive. Also, I want to. I know we already shouted out Twitter, but a lot of y'all are recommending us on Twitter right now, and I just have to say thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. You, you fans are flaming the fire, and I, Ooh. I love it. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. And a big thank you to um, everyone I made out with over my European workation. Oh. I yes, we have. Made a- yeah. <laughs> thank I think you. I, to- I love this in the voicemail, but I know how to solve world peace. Just make it let out. the gays fuck it out on a dance floor. And you just have different <sighs> contingents. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm making out with the Saudi Arabian contingent. Now the Israeli oh. contingent. And just solving you know- world peace with my mouth. If you really want a treat, you should find James on Instagram and just look at his European adventures. Um, they're delightful. Every yeah. it, it, me and my husband would look and we'd be like, Ooh, James is having so much fun. <laughs> hey, I, I also worked. It was a workcation. I still, you know, had to take days off you and did work. But work uh, and did. play and I commend I it. That's the way to do it. It is, yeah. And I got back, and my boss gave me the best compliment ever. He's like, I didn't notice that. He, I noticed no difference between you being away and and you being here. So I'm Ooh, like, that's an excellent. <laughs> which <laughs> means I can do this more often. Because considering defi- the amount of pecs that were in your picture, you did a good job of balancing <laughs> then. <laughs> well, I know we're wrapping things up, but I did come to this realization of that. You know, sometimes you can have a dream to live in a place. And I've had a dream mm. to live in Holland for so many years. And mm. I'm going to be taking a break from probably like the hardcore, just like hustle of the acting world and, mm. you know, try to find my way over in Holland. Maybe I'll write a one man show. Maybe I'll just Ooh. read a bunch of books. But I think like I think we're so in the American drive force of work, 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 work. And that that's mm. the dream. And you can have mm. dreams that are outside of just work and success. So if you find that your dreams are killing you, take a break. And it's OK to just do less. Wait, what is it? Do less and promise more. No, promise less and do more. Oh, wow. I like that. I think that's a nice way to end the show, James. That was yeah. wonderful. Well, so there thank- we go. Well, Thank you to what were you gonna say? Thank you to Oz, Woody, Woody. Yep, thank you to Woody. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> and thank you, Woody, for editing the show. Thank you to Brownout, and thank you all for listening. Because together we are the, ma- the majority. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported